0: Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, I'd like to welcome everyone along today to the NCBI Labs technology event. Uh, without further ado, I'm going to hand you over to Jude Marr, who's going to be our
1: MC for today's live event. Uh, Jude. Thanks, Karen. Very good. So we're looking forward to the event today. So what have we got lined up for today's event? Well, one of the apps that's proved to be really popular for blind and vision impaired people recently is the Be My Eyes app. And today in our Apps in Focus section, we're going to have a, a really good look at that app. What's the idea behind it? How does it work best? And we have a couple of guests to help us to do that. So Joe Lonergan is our guest NCBI Labs trainer for today, and he's prepared a really good overview of the Be My Eyes app. And then we're delighted to introduce the founder of Be My Eyes, hans Jürgen Weiberg, who's going to be joining us from Denmark today. So we look forward to hearing from Hans as well. Also coming up a little bit later on, we're going to be talking about some big tech news that was announced recently. The release of the second Apple iPhone SE. So is this the device that wins over the Android users and settles the debate once and for all? Or is it worth switching over to if you're already an Apple user? Well, Joel Lonergan is back with us to talk about that a little bit later on as well. And in our final piece today, seeing it your way. We look at how you use technology every day to make life a little bit easier, and our guest this week is Paul Joyce from Galway City, who will take us, uh, who will talk to us about his experience using technology in everyday life. So, who else have we got with us today? Well, joining our guests Hans-Jorgen Weiberg and Joel Onergan, we have our regular panel on the line. You'll be glad to know that everyone's still friends after last week's big debate. We have Kyron back with us, our Chief Technology Officer. And back with us too, we have our NCBI Labs trainers, Sean Doran, JP Corcoran and Daniel Dunn, as well as myself, Jude Marr. And we're all looking forward to another full programme on our fourth live event. Just a reminder that if you do have any comments or questions, as Karen mentioned earlier, if you want to use the questions panel on the right hand side or if you want to email labs at ncbi.ie, labs at ncbi.ie, then we'll be happy to uh, try and find an answer to your questions as well. So now we're going to uh, start off with our apps and fo- focus section. This week we're looking at Be My Eyes, as we mentioned. And uh, we're going to have Hans-Jorgen Weiberg with us. Karen, do we have Hans on on the uh, line already?
0: We're, we're hopefully we're just about to. So just give me one, one moment. Um, we're going to see if we can dial Hans in.
1: Excellent. And just after that, we're going to have uh, an overview from Joe Lonergan of the main features of Be My Eyes. We're looking forward to hearing from Hans as well if if we can uh, get him on the show today. unknown
2: participant is now joining.
0: Hans, are you there? Hello. Hi. Oh, yeah. Hi. Yeah. I, was, I think we were all here to kind of taking a very deep breath to make sure that the technology would work <laughs> to allow <laughs> you to dial in. <laughs>
1: it's very good to hear your voice, Hans. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: so
0: and I suppose that's kind of ironic considering we were doing a technology interview on a technology podcast <laughs> that everyone's worried about technology. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so it it, um, it it hurt it hurt my feeling a little bit, but
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm 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 our apologies. We do that. It was no, nothing was meant in. It was just a, a jest. Um, so I I I think it would be um, good just to say first of all, Hans, a huge thank you for joining us here today. Um, I, I actually find this uh, a particularly um, exciting um, uh, chance to speak to you. Um, and just before we we get allow you to give us a bit of a, an overview yourself of of be my eyes i thought i might kick off with a little bit of a story for myself i thought you know we've obviously known for a long time that be my apps is an, uh, be my eyes excuse me is an extremely popular app and even i remember back when i was you know um earlier on in, in my career in technology the amount of people that came to me that were had fully uh, you know, had normal sight and said, "Have you heard of this app? I mean, you guys have been out so long and and have almost been prolific, and it's a real credit to you how how popular the app is. I mean, I looked at the statistics today, and there's over three million volunteers i mean that's just mind boggling in terms of of usage, so before we get into some of the 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 cool things that I'm very, very excited about, and Joe, who is also uh, a user of your app is very very excited about why don't you maybe um say hello and give us an overview in your own words of, of be my eyes
3: thank you so much and thank you for the invitation to uh, to join uh it's super easy to join meetings these days where you just have to be in your office uh, so that's that's a nice thing um uh, j- just a little bit about myself. Um, I am uh, 56 years old. Uh, I'm uh, almost blind myself. Uh, I have been working for the Danish Blind Association for a number of years as a consultant and uh, a chairman for the blind people in in my region. Um, and back in 2012, I came up with this idea. Um, I'm not technical at all, so I have no clue how to make an app or anything. Uh, but I managed to find some good people to, uh, to join the, the movement, and we managed to raise some money, and uh, it took a long time, and it also took a long time to develop it. Uh, but then in, in, in January 2015, we were able to, uh, to launch uh, My Nice uh, internationally and uh from day one we had a tremendous uh, amount of uh, press coverage um all over the world basically uh and i'm not uh, lying when i'm saying that uh from january uh, and the next three months we gave uh two three four interviews a day and um, wow. all kind of uh media uh so it was uh, it was simply uh Super easy uh, for us to to get the attention because we simply uh, were called uh, on uh, for interviews. So, um, so that was um, also because we have basically spent all the marketing money on developing. So it was uh, <laughs> yeah. a good thing that we didn't have.
0: <laughs> Actually, I think that was probably so, quite a forward-thinking way to approach marketing. Just spend um, your money on <laughs> making your app, app as good as possible. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, but. Um, I kind of assume that you know what Be My Eyes is, but still, I'll just say that it, it, it we try to keep it super, super simple and it, uh, what you can do is basically uh, tap one of the two buttons uh, so you can either call a volunteer uh, and when you as a blind person tap that button, we will notify uh, 20 different people speaking the same language and pretty much living in the same time zone. Uh, because we don't know what our volunteers are doing, uh, so we need to kind of have a, a lot of people uh, notified and then the first one to say yes will get the uh, the connection and we will make the live video connection uh, between those two persons and then they can take it from there uh, the other persons or the other persons who said yes they will then get a notification about uh, sorry or, or thank you for uh, volunteering but uh, you were too uh, Slow to get the call. No, we don't say that. Uh, but something like that. Um, yeah. and, and the other uh, option that is available in Be My is called specialized help. Uh, so if you need help from, for instance, uh, uh, Google or Microsoft, uh, you can call uh, their support uh, directly. Uh, and the good thing about that is that uh, Google and Microsoft is paying Be My Eyes a monthly subscription. Uh, and the other good thing and most important is that uh, when a blind person calls uh, Microsoft via Be My Eyes, they know it's a Be My Eyes call and they know it's a blind person, so uh, the right uh, uh persons in their support system gets the call, the persons that uh, are familiar with the program that blind people are using, and they also get the video card. Normally, when you call support, you'll just uh, grab the phone and call them, uh, and they will uh, most likely ask you, okay, uh, what's on the screen now, or how many green lights are flashing on your modem or something like that uh but now that you have the the video connection uh they can actually see what's on the screen and and uh and sometimes they even ask you if uh, they can uh use a uh, team viewer and, and and take over and so on if that's the uh, what's needed um, and as you mentioned we have uh 3.7 million volunteers around the world
0: that's so, so amazing. Uh, and,
3: uh, <laughs> coming from a small country, uh, Denmark, with uh, 5.8 million, uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of amazing um, mm. that so many people are willing to step up and, uh, and help the, the blind people. And mm. we can help in 185 different uh, languages. Uh, wow. And uh, yeah, uh, as I mentioned, all over the world. And we have 207 House, I believe right now, blind and low vision people signed up, uh, yeah, all over the world. So that's kind of the, the short story. Be mm-hmm. my
0: eyes. So what I might do is, um, let's just pause for a quick second and, um, let's we have a little very short um, demonstration prepared by uh, Joe Lonigan, one of our, our our trainers here, who's an is an active um, user of Be My Eyes. So if you give me one moment, I might. Unknown
2: just- Unknown participant is now exiting.
0: Oh, I, I think we might have lost hands, um, but so just while we call him back, let's, um, let's see if I can get him back.
2: You have That's called. Unknown, unknown participant is now I'm joining.
3: I'm not available at the moment.
0: I think we might have. Um, we
3: unknown might have lost.
2: participant is now exiting.
0: Lost hands on. I'll try one more time to see if we can get him back.
1: In the meantime, it's a good time to maybe remind everyone that if you want to ask a question about the Be My Eyes app, uh, you can use your question panel on the right of the screen, or you can email us at labs at ncbi.ie, and we'll be happy to put those questions to hands if we can manage to get hands back.
2: I know uh, participant is now joining.
3: I'm not available at the moment.
1: Oh
0: see it's going straight to his uh voicemail so, known
2: participant is now exiting
0: so well, I tell you what I might do is um let's um uh Joe if you're there for for um if you could un- un- unmute yourself for a moment hello Karen yeah hi Joe uh so I think what we might do is we might just switch over to um um uh, switch over to your video, and maybe you can give us your own experiences while we try and re reconnect with hands. So one second, and I'll uh, I'll run the 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 uh, the video now, or the, the audio demonstration now. So welcome
4: to this demo of the Beam My Eyes app. I'm going to show you the quickest and the easiest way of using this app. As um, Beam My Eyes have made made it really easy. So you don't need any um, experience of voiceover gestures, right like that. You can call Be My Eyes straight away through Siri by holding down the home key, or if you have a newer phone by holding down the lock key. So I'm going to hold down the home key on this and I'm going to call Be My Eyes. So the things I use this app for are usually, uh, most mostly, mostly I use this app for reading dates, um, Maybe matching colours or reading, maybe greeting cards or things like that come in the door that have handwriting on them or something like that and it's loads of different uses. You can read loads of stories on Be My Eyes if you wanted to see how other people use the yeah. app. So I'm going to try and use it now. I'm going to hold down the home key and call, call a volunteer. It's open 24-7 so I'm going to call someone now. Call Be My Eyes. Calling now with Be My Eyes. It Connected, yeah. It
2: takes a minute or so. We're still trying to
4: find the first available multiple. Connected. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Good thanks, how are you? Good. Could you um read some dates for me, please? Of course. Yeah, thank you. Uh I'm gonna point the camera at the uh, end. Okay, age. it's just upside down. You might okay. Okay. Um, those are best 4th of May. 4th of May. Okay. And Uh, I have I have a yoga here now as well. Okay. Yogurt, you're still good until the 10th of May. 10th of May. Yes, brilliant. Thanks. Thanks very much for your help. Bye bye. 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 And then a dialogue pops up. And it says, uh, I have experienced problems or the other option is, I had a good call. I'm going to double tap on I had a good call. This gives feedback call first available,
2: volunteer.
4: to Not Be My Eyes and then it lands you back inside the app. Call
2: first available,
4: volunteer. So I'll close the app and I'm sure you can open the app really easy with Siri also if you want to see what else is um, available. Open Be My Eyes.
5: Call first available
4: volunteer, Got it. And voiceover announces, call the first available volunteer and I'll flick to the right. Specialised
5: help, Got
4: it. Specialised help. Settings,
2: button.
4: Selected, home, tab, stories, tab. Stories. Stories is where you can read how other people use the app and you can read um, people that volunteer and they tell you how uh, much they enjoy doing the job. Select settings,
5: it. Specialised help, and
4: button. Going to go into Specialised help and see what's available in there. Technical. Heading. So technical is one heading. Google, open, so Google, you could call Google if you wanted to support with your smart speaker or your Gmail account was locked or probably um, loads of other things they could help you with. Um, Microsoft. Google, Microsoft. Button. That could help you with technical difficulties to do with your Microsoft computer um, and um, they're open from nine to five in Ireland. It says open beside it there. Same with Google. We are always aiming to grow the BMI's
5: community. Make a suggestion. Button. But selected. Hard stories. Stories. And I can go back up. Google,
4: technical. One world together at home. Close. And one world together at home. they audio audio described a concert that was on at the weekend. So there are the amazing things being eyes can do, and that's it in a nutshell. It's a very easy app to use, and it's also free. So thanks very much.
1: So that was very useful just to get the overview there of how you can use Beam My, My Eyes. And it's always handy just to see a demonstration and to hear how that's uh, done as well. So thanks very much for that, Joe. Maybe, Joe, we could ask you a question or two just as we're getting uh, hands back on the line. Um, Joe, how long have you been using this app
4: yourself? When did you start using this? Um... I probably started using it more in the last two years, I think. Um at first I was probably hesitant to use it because you're talking to real people and as you know, some people have a hang up. I like to use OCR apps uh, and things like that, but then OCR apps don't always work for everything, you know. Mm, so yeah. so I used this one day. I was stuck. Um none of my family was available to take a call or and I said, Look, I'll try this, and it worked out really good. So then um, I kept using it. Once it worked out that time, I just had the confidence, kept using it, and decided this is really easy and really quick. Yeah. And They've they've uh, recently introduced Siri calling, so you can call Be straight from Siri. You don't need to use VoiceOver or anything. Just hold down the Siri key and call them, and, it's, and it makes it even quicker again. So it's like me just scanning something. I suppose a whole call will take you two minutes in total. If you're just doing a quick thing like checking a date or checking a color on something yeah. or you possibly might have lost, dropped something on the ground and um, you might want to scan around. Things like that, simple things, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'd
1: imagine it's the sort of app which sometimes you might go a day or two only using it a, a couple of times and then other times you might use it quite a lot all in the space of a short time. It's kind
4: of quite adaptable, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say on average I use it uh, three to five times a week, you know, but sometimes even... Another example would be when you're... Uh, your computer is frozen. It, it's not speaking back to you. You might be able to um, hold the phone up in front of the computer screen, and it might say something like "F1" to restart, or something like that. But you wouldn't have a clue what what is actually saying on the screen. But with the help of be my eyes, it can get you going again. You know. So I'd have apart from just reading dates, you could, you know, it helps you with technology, um, all sorts of stuff. Even when you're your TV screen uh, helps me get into the sky menu sometimes if I I want to see what's selected, that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, you could I could use it a lot more, but on average I'd use it about five times a week, I'd say. So that's is that nice. the sort of app that w- would only be kind of usable then,
1: um, you know, during working hours or something like that? Now, obviously it's a, it's a bit more flexible that's than that's that. that, but is there a bit of a limitation on that in terms of maybe nighttime?
4: <laughs> Not really. Um, a funny situation was uh, one time, I had a bottle of beer left out in the shed and I said, look, I'll bring it in and see what the date is on it. And this is like 11 o'clock at night. Uh, It was nice and cool. So I said, look, I'll ring them up, check the date on it. I don't know how long it was out there. They were were able to check the date on the bottle of beer. This is 11 o'clock at night. So they rang somebody in America. And it was more at their their time zone, you know? So it it tries 20 people in your time zone each time. So if you rang somebody at four in the morning, I suppose, Maybe Japan or somebody like that. I might try somebody from there. But I me, mean, well, I suppose i not try somebody from an English-speaking country as well. You know, so it, it tries different time zones that are suited. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
4: Very just, good. To ask. Just interrupt for
0: one second. Hans, Hands. Do we have you back on the line? We
3: have. Yes. Thank you. Oh, brilliant!
0: Brilliant. I'm not sure. Uh, how and I we can lost also.
3: Uh, I, I'm. I'm wondering why do you need me when you have the <laughs> Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're the um, king that made this app, so we need you, we need you.
1: <laughs> so um,
0: just just before we lost you, uh, Hans, we were just saying um, that uh, um, we, we played a quick overview of um, of um, of Eyes and Joe actually using it, which I think is was was really I think the thing. I don't know if you got to hear that, but the thing that 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 that, that really impressed me on, on that is just how simple it was for someone with you know cyclops to say i need to know what the um i need to know what the the expiry date is or i need to know like color or something like that i have to say that 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 simplicity in in terms of of the app i think is is huge and it was very impressive
3: well thank you but it's also um we uh when we uh which started to develop, uh, we had all kinds of idea what we could build into the app, uh, but then we uh, looked at the money and, <laughs> and we looked at the, the the how long time it would take and so on, and then we we started to uh, to realize that maybe it would be a, a super good thing to make it as simple as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and and so so we narrow it down to to make it super easy to sign up. Uh, there's some necessary steps that you need to go through, uh, but the, the the interface is uh, there is basically only only two buttons that you need to know. Um, and uh, also because uh, I know from my work in the Danish blind community that many of the blind people are. Uh, uh, like uh, 60 70 80 years old and yeah. uh, they are not used to technology but maybe uh their son or daughter uh, brings them a smartphone and said oh i have a, please try this out and so on uh, so so you you need to kind of keep it uh super easy to use and that's mm-hmm. an advantage for everybody uh that it is something that's easy to use so mm.
1: i'd imagine with um... An app that is so easy to use, Hans. You must have had quite a bit of feedback of the various ways that people use it, because when you've got a really nice, simple app, people can kind of apply that simplicity to many different kind of applications in everyday life. do you, Do you have any kind of? Did you have you heard any particularly interesting ways that people have used the app?
3: Well, we. Uh... <laughs> There's a ton of different uh, stories that, that we hear. People are super nice to uh, write emails to me. Uh, uh, one, of, one of my, you, you might have heard me say before, but, but one of my favorite stories is uh, is uh, also mm-hmm. describing what was kind of happening in, in, in these calls uh, because uh, there was a, a lady from uh, some Washington in the U.S. Uh, she was about to sing in her choir and she needed a pair of black shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was uh, using Be My to make sure She had uh, black shoes. Uh, um, but when the lady actually in Ireland uh, picked up the call, uh, she realized that she was singing in a choir. Uh, that was uh, the lady in Ireland also. Uh, so they forgot all about the black shoes and started talking about what are you singing in your choir and so on. Um, wow. And the call ended up with uh, the, uh, the lady in Ireland who was actually with her. Choir at the time. Uh, so they were singing uh, across the Atlantic uh, to this lady <laughs> in, in, in Worthington. Uh, and, and it just kind of uh, shows uh, that, uh, it, yeah, it, it's, it's important to have the right use on, but, but uh, it, it turned out to be something more than that. Um, but we also have a bunch of calls that are like uh, 15 to 25 seconds, uh, like, have I set my oven to 200 degrees? Uh, yes, you have. Thank you so much. Um, mm. And that's it. Uh, and you would never ask your neighbor over to uh, to to kind of um, uh, yeah. confirm that. Uh, but the sighted people, uh, they go back all the time and see uh, did, uh, what I just did. Did I really do that? Um, and and it, it's just a nice thing that you can, in a super easy way, that you can also kind of, um, yeah, just just be sure uh, about something uh, and not kind I of think take you- the risk of. Um, that's
0: a wonderful example. I mean, it's just that um it's almost that life enabler, you know, I'm a big believer that technology is a huge enabler for people with sight loss, you know. And even though you're using technology to ask for help, it's in it's in such a quick manner, such an enabling manner, it's a very, very impressive. Um, mm-hmm. I, I am curious though, um if you look back on you know, I was reading the timeline on your website of the application. And so back in 2012, was it 2012 you had the original idea? I'm really curious. I mean, if you think back to 2012, like um, a- applications and, you know, smartphone applications were so under infancy. I mean, I, I I think, you know, I I wouldn't want to take for granted how revolutionary, you know, to come up with a concept like this was back then. So I was just wondering where where the inspiration came from, or where the thought process for for you, um, came from for Be My Eyes.
3: Well, uh, in in my work with with the the, the my blind colleagues here in in Denmark, uh, I I. I visit people uh, in their home and and talk to them. And and, uh, a few of them, uh, back in 2012, they were using uh, Skype uh, to call friends and family, uh, kind of to do the same thing. Uh, And I remember one of them said, uh, but I always have to call someone. Uh, and that's where I came up with this idea that we should just make a group so we could kind of share each other's brothers and sisters. Uh, so, so I was thinking uh, it can that cannot be that hard to do. Um, very optimistic, uh, and I soon realized that it was not an easy thing to do, and and also it was it wasn't that easy to find developers who knew about uh integrating video calling in in such an app back in 2013 when we have wasted money so um, so it took mm. quite a long time to, to find the right people to uh to do it and 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 so on and also uh, yeah just
0: um and did you uh, um did you build out the
3: concept yeah. mm?
0: did you build the application in in denmark did you use um local um technology teams
3: we 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 hired uh, some uh, Danish uh, engineers that was uh, willing to kind of go into to this field. So yeah,
0: yeah, um, and I think that that in itself, I mean, something that we get a lot here in the NCBI in Ireland is people approach us with ideas for technology, and you know, and say to us, and you know, I have this great idea, but how do I turn it into a product? And uh, that's and, and that's a, a hugely powerful thing to do because the idea. Um, the idea is almost some in somewhat the the easy part and the building the technology can be an incredible challenge to overcome
3: yeah (laughs) Um, Hmm. that's saying that the the idea is one percent and the the rest is hard work Uh, yeah i i usually say that's where my team comes in so But it 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 is absolutely true that you need to put a lot of effort and thinking and good people into making the the whole thing a a reality. Absolutely.
0: Mm. So. Um- i'm actually kind of curious as well um to dig so from 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 day-to-day support i mean that that, that that's hugely powerful and the, the examples joe gave as well but something that you and joe both touched on was the specialist support um which is a big part of of be my eyes now and the support that you have available through partnerships with companies like um was microsoft and i think there was one other i, I, I might have missed um mm-hmm. that the specialized support for it. what what was the other company just um if you might remind me uh,
3: there's a google uh oh then, google uh, oh, yeah. yeah um and then there's uh, uh procter and gamble uh mm. we have uh, uh procter gamble is a huge american company uh and and uh, we have um, um clear blue uh and um that is a pregnancy test <laughs> it's um and it's actually kind of a also a funny story because uh, before clear blue came on board as a specialized health partner uh mm-hmm. we also had uh blind uh, people uh using My eyes to uh to do the pregnancy test uh and and it's it's kind of a uh, because if you are a blind person and you don't want to ask someone in your surroundings about this, you, t- you just want to find out for yourself, maybe just for mm-hmm. an hour or two, uh, then you, you basically didn't have any other options than using Be My Eyes <laughs> because that's the mm-hmm. only way where you can kind of call a uh, anonymous random person and and you don't have to say who you are or anything. You can just show kind of show the the test uh, and they can say uh, whether it's uh, positive or negative um, no. um, but 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 now we have a uh, clear blue on board and and they can guide you through the whole process of, of taking the, the the pregnancy test and all that and and, and it's uh, yeah it's it's uh, it, we don't have that many calls, but but it, uh, I think that's some of the more important calls we have. <laughs> so.
0: Well, you don't do it too many times in your lifetime, you know, So, it's, no. but it is an incredibly important time in your lifetime, you know. <laughs> um, and it's, it's one of those life situations that I suppose I, I would never have occurred to me, you know, um, that you might need cited support on it, but it's an incredibly private thing as well, you know, so that's, uh, that's yeah. an incredibly empowering tool. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think and, just and we listening got some really uh, touching emails about from other uh, volunteers who said, oh, well, I just had this uh, totally amazing call. And so,
2: and uh, yeah,
3: that's how we, we found out that this was actually a, a need uh, so we uh, could uh, approach the uh, Procter & Gamble and Pier and, and blue and have them on board.
1: I think that actually, just listening in um, from the perspective of somebody who doesn't rely on the app myself, it's really it's it's actually very enlightening just to hear all of the different applications for it because it because of its as you mentioned before, its simplicity. It's so good to be able to actually um, see those different applications through many different kind of life events and things of, of very various, various varying importance. As well, because of uh, again how we, how easily usable it is. What, what do you think will be the the future of Be My Eyes? Have you got other things in the development phase at the moment? Have you got other sort of features or other partnerships that you're working on at the moment?
3: Well, as uh, it was just briefly mentioned, that we uh, we partnered up with. Uh, um, global Citizen with this uh, World Concert event, uh, where mm-hmm. we managed to have a, a live description. And uh, we actually did three things that I think is super, super interesting. Um, we we had a, a professional, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, When you describe what's on the TV, it's called... uh, Voice over, is it Audio audio described. Audio described uh, version. And that is actually um, available online. If you want to hear the concert again and have it uh, audio described, you can go into the Be My Eyes uh, YouTube channel and Mm. uh, you can hear the whole thing, uh, audio described uh but we also and uh, which i think was super super interesting we uh we had a family uh who was live uh before the concert uh who was describing the whole uh pre-show uh, thing going on uh, and then doing the show uh you could call in and we had uh, volunteers who were uh, seeing the show and they would kind of. Uh, Sit with you uh, and and see the show together with you, um, and 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 because we have so many volunteers, I think we could uh, we could do that. Maybe scale that up. Uh, so that's something we hopefully we will uh, look into uh, and see if we can can kind of uh, put into a system where you can always have someone. Uh, if you want to see something together with someone, uh, you can kind of just make it be my ask, Colin, uh, can, can we please see this together? Um, it would not be a professional in any way, but it will be someone there for you. So you can say, okay, I would like to know about how the buildings are looking or I would like to know how what kind of clothes they have on or... Uh, are they skinny or not so skinny, or uh, can you tell me what the uh, the hairstyle is, or something? Whatever you uh, yes. exactly want to know about. Uh, I think that this is a super interesting. Thing that I hope that we can kind of uh, go into, but uh, I cannot promise you anything, but uh, just something. That I, you know, yeah, yeah, really that good.
1: About. I think that's a really interesting development, and I think that would be quite an exciting development for, for a few people. Hans, mm-hmm. so we have um, a, a lot of people listening in at the moment who are asking some questions here. Um, can we just hand over to JP for a moment? Um, JP has has been collating some of those questions for you, if you don't mind, Hans. Yeah, great. That Hi Hans, good to good to chat to you again, and
5: uh, thanks very much for for the talk there. I, I always find it very interesting uh, hearing about the great ways that Eyes is being used. Uh, a few questions have come in, Hans, and the first one is actually more a direct toward yourself. It says, "Does Hans ever use the Eyes app himself?"
3: Oh yeah. Um, okay. When I uh, when I'm I'm doing quite a lot of traveling uh, and when I'm uh, about to leave a hotel room I have uh, left too many uh, chargers and so on so I, I used my eyes to check that I have gotten everything uh, and here where I, I have a wonderful wife she's uh, yeah. mostly doing the shopping but sometimes she forced me to go, yeah. go out and do some shopping and then I sometimes use my eyes to look at, locate uh, things uh, in the shop that I just can't find I have a tunnel vision so I have one degree vision on, on one eye and a little more uh, on the other eye. So mm-hmm. it's super, super narrow. So I, I can kind of read the text on my phone, but, but I uh, it's difficult for me to, to find items in, in a shop mm-hmm. and so on. So
5: mm-hmm.
2: uh, that's
3: where it came in uh, pretty uh-huh. handy. So, mm-hmm.
5: Great, great, great. Uh, second question is, if you are a person living in Ireland but cannot speak English, can you set it that, for example, volunteers who speak Russian answer your call
3: Yes, uh, you can use any language anywhere. Um, uh, It works the way that we we always try to find someone in the same country. So if you are a Russian blind person in Ireland, then we will first try to find a Russian speaking volunteer in in Ireland. That might not be that easy. Uh, And if you can't find uh, one, then we just find someone in uh, another place in the world, but we would always like to find someone uh, Mm -hmm. in the same country. And the reason is that, uh, yeah, many food ingredients might be kind of local or the, the uh, the expiry dates might be put in in certain places in in, in certain countries, and, and it's just easier if you can know the same products and and so on, and, and also if you watch the same thing on the t- television and so on. So, so that's why we try to find yeah. someone uh, in the same country.
5: Well, wow, that, that's fantastic. Um, and and one more question is, if I have the BMIs app and I travel to a different country, will it still work?
3: uh if you travel to the us then uh, we will try to find someone in the us uh, mm-hmm. but still speaking uh, your language of course uh, yes. but it works exactly the same way uh, yeah. mm. fantastic. fantastic a little uh, side note on that is yeah. that uh if you as a volunteer travel uh and uh to another time zone and when you then uh get back, uh, you. before you, uh, before we kind of realize that you have moved back to the uh, time zone, we might call you in the middle of the night <laughs> uh, because normally we, we only send notifications to, to uh, our volunteers between eight o'clock in the morning or uh, nine o'clock at night. Uh, so we don't disturb people at night because if you, as a blind person, want help uh, like uh, three o'clock in the morning, uh, we just uh, notify someone in another time zone and then, of course, it will not be someone from your own uh, country mm-hmm. um, unless you live in Russia or something like that, <laughs> many time zones. Uh, of course,
5: of course. It's great. Thanks, Hans. Um, there's one kind of general point, I suppose. I, I, I heard you speak at a recent event, Hans, and one of the things that struck me, you were speaking to a group of about 15 or 20 people with uh, vision impairment or who are blind. Some of them were actually saying that despite the fact that they had the application on their phones, they might have actually been a little bit reluctant to use it at times, thinking, Oh, maybe maybe I'll be disturbing someone. But am I right thinking like this this isn't actually the case? I mean the volunteers want to be contacted.
3: Uh, the most emails I get is from volunteers disappointed about not getting enough mm-hmm. calls, so uh, uh, so don't wow. ever, ever <laughs> hesitate. <laughs> but also I would say, uh, don't just sit and make calls all day long, because uh, the, the volunteers also expect that it is something um, maybe not super serious but at least something relevant uh, and not only uh, to, to to talk or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, um, But it's it's perfectly fine, I would say, to if you uh, have, a, can you tell me what's in this bottle and then uh, you end up mm. having a wonderful conversation. That's perfectly okay but but it, it should not be the purpose of the, the call, so just to make yeah. that clear. Yeah,
5: mm. great. Thank you Hans. There are all the questions for now. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. Very good. Thanks very much, JP. Uh, appreciate those questions and uh, really appreciate the uh, uh, opportunity we have to talk to you as well, Hans. It's clearly a, an app that is making a tremendous impact on people's lives, and it's uh, it's certainly something that that uh, we can see uh, will will go on to have even further success as well. Karen, was there any other? questions to you
0: yeah i think just uh, just before we let hands go and i really appreciate yeah. your, your time today i thought it'd be interesting to get um to, ans- to ask you two kind of general questions hands if that's okay with you um mm-hmm. the first one really is you know uh, uh, as someone with with sight loss other than be my eyes is there any technology that you find as a huge enabler to you um in your day-to-day life <laughs>
6: Well
0: um I caught you off guard today.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you uh, i like like FaceTime and uh a Team viewer, uh I'm using it, uh every day uh <laughs> mm. because now now that we are uh, at home we cannot go to our office uh, then uh That is specifically one of my colleagues that I'm working together with. uh, And I just turn on uh, FaceTime uh, at at 9 o'clock every morning and then we kind of have it uh, going uh, and we help each other. And when I get stuck on my computer, then he can kind of take over uh, and, and and uh, help me uh, get get it working, and and so on. And and I think that that's totally amazing that you can uh, just ask someone to take over your computer, and and they can fix uh, something, and then you are back in business. Uh, and and the fact that you can kind of have a phone call running all day long uh, is also uh, yeah without it's even thinking yeah. about uh, the cost of it. Uh, maybe I'm uh too old so (laughs) it's something
0: we use as well you
3: you really have to ask your father if uh, can can i power the phone for five minutes (laughs) (laughs) and and, and now you can have it uh, running all day if you want to
0: yeah i remember that growing up as well um well and my final question is and i think it's um it's just an interesting perspective maybe for people um obviously you're 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 based in in Denmark um and i see Denmark have begun to ease the covid-19 restrictions and just wondering how, what 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 is life like in Denmark at the moment for um someone with uh, uh sight loss uh, you know relating to covid-19
3: well um Yes, we we have been super super lucky that we haven't had that many, that many uh, people who have died. From, it's still super super serious. Mm. Uh, my nephew's uh, hus my what do you call it? my niece husband uh, has just uh, yesterday been uh, uh, gotten the, the coronavirus. So so it's it's uh, yeah it's, it's still a super serious thing. Mm. Um, and of course. Um, we can, we can see, uh, if you look at uh, Spain and Italy, uh, we can see that we have a quite significant raise in the calls uh, in those two countries, uh, the Be My Ice calls. We have not seen that in Denmark, and I assume that's kind of because we have not been that hard hit uh, yeah, by the survivors. Um, so, uh, but it is, um, yeah, it's super, super serious. And, and, and we can also, uh, see uh, especially on the the emails that we get that the people uh, struggle uh, yeah to especially do some shopping um mm-hmm. and, and uh and find out what what they uh what kind of um, email or not, not even mails they, they get uh, and so on um uh. And Mm. more than than usually uh, because they don't have a sighted assistance uh, in in the same way that they used to. Um, And also um, simply uh, loneliness is uh, an issue. Um, Absolutely. Um, So um, there might be a little more calls (laughs) than Mm. uh, where you kind of call uh, with an excuse to call, Uh, but that's perfectly fine. Uh, Mm. Absolutely.
0: So um, let me just finish up by saying a huge thank you um, for coming on to the live event today. It's been uh, incredible talking to you, and it's a, you know it's an incredible application um, that many of, of the community here in Ireland utilise. Um, and um, um, I, I think um, again, I I don't know what else to finish on or to say a huge thank you, hands. It's been much much appreciated.
1: Absolutely, and I'm Thank sure so that much. there'll be loads more people if they haven't already downloaded the app and tried it out. They'll be wanting to try it out after hearing about this. So, I'll just echo Karen's uh, thanks there as well, Hans. We really appreciate you coming on to talk to us.
3: Thank you so much, and also I just want to say that uh, we uh, lately we have brought on uh, some of the the, the blind organisations. Uh, um, uh, NR, uh, what do you call it in England? Uh, NRP? Mm-hmm. No, what? Know, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they are on as, uh, and, and Galloway's as on as um, uh, specialized help, mm-hmm. so you can kind of call them directly there uh, in a mm-hmm. super easy way where you don't have to kind of look for the phone number and so on. Yeah, um, and we hope to bring many more organizations uh, on board as um, uh, specialized health uh, customers. Um, so,
0: yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's really really interesting, and 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 we can hopefully we can talk some more on that because we're already um, we we do offer technology support here, but it's not it's not visual based support, and anyway we can incorporate that and. And add additional support to service users here in Ireland, or those with sight loss, we're, we're absolutely open to. It. So, well,
3: yeah. um, you don't really have to kind of uh, do technical support. It could just be uh, can anything, you tell yeah. me about what this uh, organisation and so on, and, and, mm. and, uh, and that's perfectly fine. Um, so, mm. Mm. but we are absolutely open to talk about that.
0: Yeah. Mm. Cool. And as I said, just to let you know, Hans, we'll, we'll, we'll publish this um, video to YouTube as we do each and every week. And I'll send you on the link to it in case you want to listen back afterwards. And the other thing as well is in, in the description we'll also reference the the stay-at-home concert that you, that you had audio described as well. So I think that would be useful for, for people to have um, a listen to. Thank you so much. That would be
3: wonderful.
1: Absolutely. So thanks again for joining us really appreciate that. We look forward to seeing what else you come up with in the future as well, now that we've got a taster for that. (laughs) And for anybody who wants to download that, that's a very widely available app, whether you're Android or or, uh, iPhone user, you'll be able to get that from your app store or your Play Store. Unknown
2: participant is now exiting.
1: So now we're going to move on to another big development recently, the announcement of the Apple iPhone SE, or to be accurate, this, the second version of the SE. And uh, joining us again for this part is NCBI Labs technology trainer, Joe Lonergan. Joe, you're getting plenty of exposure today. Yeah. You're yeah. involved in everything today. That's great. Um, so Joe, you've been just having a bit of a look at the, the uh, features of the, the iPhone SE, the second edition. What can you tell us about the the
4: features? Yeah well um as improvements go it's a big upgrade from the older iPhone SE which was similar to the iPhone 5 so it's got um, an A13 Bionic chip which is the same chip that's in the iPhone 10 and 11 and 11 Pro mm-hmm. and uh, this means it's got a faster processor so and it also will support uh, versions of new versions of iOS going forward so Apple will tell you that it won't go out of date for at least four years, or will support the new iOS updates for at least the next four years. Um, as uh, I suppose anybody that has an older phone like iPhone 5 or 6 will be trying to upgrade to a phone like this. It also has the home key returning to a newer iPhone, which is a great development for a lot lots of people, especially vision, vision impaired people that may not be comfortable with face ID. Um, mm. Also face ID, if anybody's wearing face masks these day these days, face ID is not gonna to work too well. Yeah. Face ID doesn't work very well in the nighttime either. Um in the dark, I suppose, and um in your bedroom if you don't want to turn on the light in nighttime, your face ID is, isn't that useful. So think um uh, touch ID is really useful in cases like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, and if you're supposed you're on the loose or anything like that and you're confined to a space as well, it's not easy to hold up your phone, you know. So yeah, it's mm. big yeah. big welcome. Big welcome addition was the touch the so, the home key coming back to the iPhone.
1: Yeah, very good. So, so just to kind of give people a, a bit of a, a picture in their mind, I suppose, of what we're talking about here, it's it's pretty much the same uh, size and shape of one of the older iPhones, the five, six, is it the 8? No,
4: six, seven, and eight. And you were the saying smaller it's, versions, the smaller versions of those phones is not the same size as the, the seven plus or the eight plus. It's. Uh, it's the original version of the 6, 7, and the 8, the, so the, the 4.7 inch. Um, okay. There is no big, large screen version of this. It just comes in 4.7 inch, which is also welcome for a lot of people. They like like the smaller phones. There is a, a lot of people out there yeah. that look at smaller size screens. Yeah. Um, it's it's still not as small as the old 5. It's a bit bigger than that, which is good as well. Okay. Um,
1: okay, and so it's basically, if you're thinking about it, it's it's that kind of physical shape and size, but it's got the brains of a much newer iPhone in it and it's got a physical home button. Is there any other features in it that are kind of new or that are
4: noteworthy? Well, yeah, it's I suppose this can be um, a plus and a minus. It's got a glass back and a glass front. So Mm. um, the last, I suppose, the 8 was made of aluminum, um, aluminium kind of, uh, it's kind of uh, stuff. So that means it was a bit stronger at the back. So if you did let it fall, there's more chance of it surviving. Um, but you can buy a cover, of course, to uh, pr- uh, make that prevail. The reason it's glass is to support wireless charging. So, you know, if you bought a wireless charger, it's a slower type of charge, but you can leave it on your um, bedside locker at night and, it, and there's no fumbling around for chargers or anything like that. <laughs> um and uh, wireless charging can come in handy in lots of ways. You know, it's, I suppose it's if you're watching a movie or something like that and you want it to stand up or you have a wireless charging stand, things like that. So that's an a, one addition. There's also, um, yeah, I suppose, when I see what else is there, uh, the screen is much the same as the H. so the screen wasn't updated. There is a newer camera. And, okay. And, and, and,
1: and the newer okay. camera, is, is that something that, is still important to somebody if, if you can't see the screen. Is the camera still
4: useful? The camera mm. is still useful, obviously, for a better picture. But for apps like Scene AI and I suppose even Be My Eyes, and probably less so, but likes of OCR apps like Scene AI, KNFB Reader. Um, there is a couple of more uh, scanner apps, that kind of thing. It's mm. always uh, good to have uh, a better quality camera. Mm. Um, especially uh, going forward as they update the app as well and they probably add new features the newer camera wider lens all that things thing will will make a big difference going forward um,
0: i think you know i think one of the the hugely important things with the iphone SE is that um it's also cheaper, it's cheaper. It's the, that's, it's, that's yeah exactly. i mean it's the it's absolutely the the, the entry level iphone but it makes a perfect device for people with sight loss, because though if you don't have any sight, the size of the screen is kind of irrelevant, you know. So yeah. you get all the you get all the features of an iPhone eight essentially, which is you know well I think they're seven or eight hundred euro, um, and in most cases you'll probably get um, an iPhone SE free. Um, uh, with with the networks, if you sign up for a contract, I think it's four hundred and ninety nine euro, which is very very expensive to buy outright. But in all likelihood, if you're signing up to a contract, you're going to get it as a, as a free phone. And I think you know, it's it's one of those things is that it might be described as an entry level phone, but it's still a phone that's packed full of all of the latest technology. That's yeah. that will ultimately support people with sight loss, which I think is is the is to me is is incredibly incredibly powerful. I mean. What about the usage? I mean, having having the Touch ID back, or sorry, the the Touch ID sensor back, you know, um, is, is a much more tactile way to to use a phone. I I ha, how do you find in general? Do you think that would be something that's going to be incredibly useful for people with sight loss, Joe? I
4: personally, I, I welcome the Touch ID back. Um, uh, it's even for buying apps. You know, rather than holding your phone up to your face to give it, um, you know, face yeah. recognition just mm. to put your thumb on the fingerprint and um, allow Apple to take payment with your finger mm. ID. It's a lot handier. And also for mm. turning on voice over with the triple click home, it's mm. easier as well. I know you can do it with the lock key in the new ones, but I just find it more intuitive doing it with the with the, the home key. Um, mm. uh, I think it's it adds more value to the phone to have touch ID, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's it's something, one of the things that, that I find,
0: um, I use an iPhone 11 um, and I have the one with the bigger screen because I, I, I have limited vision, but I, I you mentioned wireless charging. And to me, that sounds like just, a it, it's a great feature, but for someone with sight I used to always struggle plugging in the lightning cable. And you'd notice after about a year of using my phone, they'd kind of be damaged because I, I wouldn't quite get them lined up on the first try. Yes. So having wireless charging has been a bit of a game changer for me because I just put my phone down and and it buzzes to to indicate that it's charging. So I end up you know getting a longer life out of it because of of wireless
4: charging and it's 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 a great feature I find. And there is lots of different uh, types of wireless chargers available, um, mm-hmm. but also uh, one other thing I didn't mention is. This can be a plus and a minus. I suppose is the 3.5 audio jack isn't there anymore. You now have to use the Lightning earphones or mm. air 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 buds, AirPlay buds, what they're called. Air yeah. Earbuds, yeah, yeah. AirPods, I think. AirPods. Um, yeah. AirPods, yeah. Um, Apple AirPods are expensive. That's one drawback. But but you get a free Lightning earbuds in the box, so. At yeah. Least, at least you do get your butt with it, but um, if you want the wireless ones, they're two hundred euros plus. Um, Can I ask you just the, the most important
0: question? I mean, did did you listen into the debate last week about um, Android versus um, iOS by any chance, Joe? Android ground here. I did. I did. not I listened in. <laughs> uh, and would you would you think that uh, iOS won in that situation? <laughs> personally, personally, <laughs> personally I, I would. I wouldn't go so, Android so because myself. Jude was very polite last week and didn't announce a winner. But I, I firmly believe that iOS uh, won that discussion. I, we'll have
1: to keep a running score here. I actually
0: yeah. think that's one of the reasons, another reason that um they brought back. I see, Sean own. and Daniel aren't unmuting themselves either to, to <laughs> contradict
4: me. So it was a it was a hugely successful victory. <laughs> I I actually think that's why um Apple brought. One of the reasons they brought this uh, entry-level iPhone in is to compete with Android. Apart um, mm-hmm. from the lesser price, the Touch ID factor, they lost some users because they got rid of the Touch ID. And mm-hmm. to bring, bring them back again, they brought in a phone almost as good as the 10 and 11. And mm-hmm. some people prefer the smaller size because they use it one-handed. No, this you don't have to be holding it two hands when you're typing either. So that's mm-hmm. another plus.
1: So you're yeah. saying this uh, basically, Apple have had to up their game just to compete with Android. Just like <laughs> <yeah.
4: laughs> there is some Android phones out there. I'm-
0: <laughs> so it I think I mean if you if you look the over question. the if you if you look sorry dude if you look over right. the, the key features it's it's essentially an iPhone 8 at a much much reduced price. You've got a glass body, so you've got that reinforced glass, which is um, which is a good feature. Um, feels better in your hand. It's a smaller screen, and then again, if you don't have sight, why would you need a larger a larger screen? It's got the same A13 chip. 12 megapixel camera which is great for apps like be my eyes and also for other ones such as um, yeah. uh, seeing AI touch ID wireless charging it does also have fast charging which feature i don't I don't really notice excuse me too much um, so I mean there's some great there's some great features in there. One of the other things, I mean, the no headphone jack. I mean, the, it's kind of. I think if if you're if you're going to rock an an iPhone or an iOS phone, you kind of get used to the adapter life, or you use the the <laughs> uh, you, you use like the lightning headphones One thing I wanted to mention as well, which is I find really useful, and just as a, a general user, is uh, it does have increased water resistance, which actually adds to the longevity of the phone as well, because you know in just day to day life. You know, I don't know how many times phones that I've used have just gotten damaged from, you know, splashes of water or, you know, being out in the night out and it's sitting on a table where there's beer involved or, you know, or th- things like that. I think that's a that's a
4: huge feature. I'm not sure about Joe. Joe, that's what would you think? great feature, actually. Um, mm. <laughs> don't ask me how many times in this house uh, phones have either slipped into sinks or even fallen down the jacks at one stage or somebody <laughs> yeah. spilled somebody's tea <laughs> someone spilled tea on their phone um, i wasn't going to mention the jacks incidents but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that has happened it is a reality <laughs> i think the people that have these phone maintenance shops are cursing these waterproof phones now they're not making as much money anymore but uh yeah it's a great that's a great and dust proof as well often dust gets into your little ports down the bottom there is no that's one plus about having no headphone jack the dust can't mm. get inside and mm. do damage so- um,
0: what what would we i mean in terms of upgrading i mean that's the the question that people when when we're talking to to people on the support line like in what cases would you uh, recommend people upgrading this phone like if you had an iPhone 5 would you, or or 6 or 7 or 8 or 9 or whatever the case may be, you know at what point do you think is a good way or a good time for people to upgrade upgrade to this
4: well at the moment 6 iPhone 6 is um Apple are not letting iPhone 6 upgrade past iOS 12. So, um, what version are we in now at the moment? Is iOS 13 or 14? Well, it's going to 13, so we're on 13 now. And uh, if they're not supporting the 6 anymore, uh, they're trying to phase out 6. And that means some of the apps, the newer apps, won't be working on the 6 either. So if you have a 4, 5, or 6, very little people have a 4 anymore. Some people still have a 5, and some people still have the iPhone SE the older SE, um, so I'd be advising anybody that is coming to the life end of a 6 or they find the battery is getting, um, not charging as well anymore and they're thinking of upgrading, this would be the phone to go for, I would advise. Unless they need the bigger screen and they have a, some useful vision and they want to read larger print, possibly the iPhone 11, if they can afford the iPhone 11 or the 10, they're they're the ones to go for. But in general, I'd be advising phone. So somebody asked can I just, um, can I just ask
1: uh, the, almost the other side of that question, Joe? Just where you're going there with who maybe might go for a different phone? Um, it, it's kind of interesting. What on the face of it, you're talking about even though it's an entry level level phone, it sounds basically like it's a, a premium phone, realistically for actually a very low price. So, is there anybody who you would recommend? Actually, you don't need to. You don't need to go for this phone if you've got such and such. Whether it's Android
4: or Apple, I wouldn't recommend anyone don't go for the phone because it does everything you want to do. Um, no, I, I I wouldn't recommend anyone not go for it. Entry level price, yeah, I wouldn't say very very low either. But it is hmm. to buy it outright, yeah, it's not very low. But if you are on a bill already, it's it's almost in most cases it's free. And I've seen it for ninety nine euros in some con- contracts and for free on others. And as and as I said, Apple, I think have. Um, A flexi fee option or at least harvey norman sell it for a flexi fee option so
5: you can buy it by
4: the week if you really wanted to so look i i don't i wouldn't put anybody off buying this phone even if they have Mm -hmm. some useful vision but as i said it's it is personal preference if you want to go for one of the bigger screens whether that be an 8 plus or um one of the 10 xr or 11 pro some of those they have really good screens as well they might suit them a little bit better but it's, it's personal preference as price often comes into it.
1: Yeah, very good. Um, I think it might be a good time just to come over to uh, Daniel, if we could bring Daniel into this. I think, Daniel, you've been um, just checking the questions that have been coming in about uh, yeah. this. Can we pass over to you?
4: Yeah, we just have a couple of questions in on our on our chat side. Um, first of all, does cleaning during this COVID-19 outbreak, does cleaning
0: your phone with antibacterial wipes, uh, would that, be, uh, you know could it cause any damage any cause concern there I, well, one of the things one of the things you don't want me answering that is actually I'd looked into that myself recently because given how much we we touch our phones on a on a on a daily basis you know cleaning them is is very important and you don't want to damage them as well using bacteri- antibacterial wipes so apple have um have basically said it's okay to clean your wipes with disin I'm sorry it's okay to clean your phone with disinfectant wipes. And they've released uh, a support document on it. So the short answer is yes. And what we'll do is when we upload this video to YouTube, we'll include a link to the article that Apple has said it's okay to do it. Very good, thanks for that, Karen. And also um, maybe this one for Joe. I'm I'm interested in upgrading to an iPhone, I see, um, but the storage option to go for an OST or
4: some sixty four GB, one twenty-eight GB, um I tend to take a lot of photos and record a good bit of video. Uh what would you what would you advise? Well, first of all I'd look at the phone you have already and see how much space you've used up on it. Um, if you're touching on the 64 if you're going up towards the 64 gig and you're nearly full i'd advise you go for the bigger option if you can afford it you have to keep in mind the bigger the memory on the phone the dearer the phone entry level is 500 and um if you go for a 250 gb you're talking at least 100 euros more um well mm-hmm. like i said on the bill before you can you can strip that down a little bit but yeah i'd advise if you're taking photos uh videos are using the phone for work a lot i'd advise you to go for at least 128 gb very good job and I suppose that
0: leads me to one final question um from an android user can you put in a micro sd
4: card <laughs> yeah i think you can answer that one tanya no you can't, can't no why would you want to yeah when you just we're gonna buy 128 128 gb we don't need a micro sd card exactly yeah <laughs> Very I think funny, that, that. that sounded like a planted question, that last one. A plant, that
1: one. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody would have vested interest.
0: Just can't admit defeat, can you?
1: <laughs> very good. So thank you very much, Joe. Uh, Karen, any other any final comments on the S E?
0: No, I mean the, the one thing is if, if you do have additional questions or or you are thinking about upgrading don't forget you can you can call or, or email us. Um, so if you want to email labs at ncbi.ie, we'll be happy to um, to give you any further specific advice that you might need and um, and that technology um, support is available um, uh, and to, to you from NCBI app. so uh, labs at ncbi.ie if you have any further questions on the iPhone se or any uh, type of technology.
1: Brilliant. So we've been getting a a, a good bit of um, kind of an overview of the Be My Eyes app today. That's been excellent. The SE is certainly a a brilliant uh, addition and the uh, being able to discuss that today. We really appreciate your contribution there as well, Joe. Uh, to answer some of those questions, it'll give us a a bit of an overview of uh, whether that's worth an upgrade for, for each person individually. Um, It gives us the right kind of principles to to, uh, weigh up for that. So over the last few weeks, we've been looking at quite a few different things like this, Um, a number of different technologies, but demonstrating the features or testing a piece of technology is often a little bit different from how it works from day to day in, real life situations, how it works in your life. So finally, today, we're going to take a few minutes to chat to somebody who uses some of these technologies in everyday life. So in the first of a new regular item called Seeing It Your Way, we're talking to Paul Joyce, living and working in Galway City. Hey, so uh, I'd like to introduce Paul Joyce. Thanks for talking to us today, Paul. So, Paul, you're in Galway, and you've been connecting in with NCBI for the last number of years. Can you just tell us a little bit of your story, maybe? Uh, yeah, I'm,
6: I'm RP is my eye right condition, and I uh, I work in uh, one of the government departments here in Galway. Mm. Um, contract so subcontracted by the NCBI to the department, and. Um, yeah, I'm still working right through this COVID thing, it's still ongoing yeah. um, so I'm working five days a week. Oh, uh, nine to five. I worked in different uh for in different parts of Ireland. I worked in Sligo, McLone, like uh Lemberg, Waterford, Longford, and yeah. different different working for different government departments. Very good. You're well traveled. From probably what, nineteen ninety six I'd say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I had, like I mean, I was, I since I was about 21.
1: Okay, okay. And um, aside from the, the cane, you were saying you have, you have RP. Um, do you use kind of technology to help you out from day to day? Yeah, the technology I use, I have a
6: CCTV on uh, my desk at work, oh. which is great for taking notes and messages and all that kind of stuff and reading many of the updates we get here at work. And I also have a quick look, which is very handy for shopping and stuff where I can or pick, look at the price tags or sizes in the shop and that kind of thing. Oh, very good. Than me, I've still got a bit of sight left, so I'm using my sight as much as I can. Yeah. I'm not really, out, um, I can still see bits. I'm using my sight as, as, as much as I can, which is very limited probably maybe sort of 95, or 5 and maybe 5 and 10%, if even 10%. Okay, yeah. Yeah. sight left. Okay. And, um, Yeah, Dan, uh, just a quick look, just magnification
1: really, um, the iPhone I find very good as well. We've kind of had a a couple of um, webinars over the last few weeks and we've been doing sort of instructional videos and overviews of some of the different technologies, but everyday life kind of using these technologies in everyday situations can be a little bit different. How do you kind of manage with, like, for example, with the iPhone, do you use Voice over all the time, for example, or how, how do you use the accessibility features? Well, I
6: use voice uh, voiceover on the iPhone, and from out of that, out of the office or out the boat. Uh, if I'm in the office, I actually switch off the voiceover, and I actually put the, the iPhone under the under my CCT. Okay. And read and, and type, read and whatever needs to write emails or. Yeah. or text messaging I'll just use that but if I'm out and about I'll use the voice so I suppose as well when I'm in the office it's around me mm. so it's uh, I don't you know, I don't normally carry the headphones with. okay yeah so yeah. sometimes with the headphones by the time you get them unraveled out of your pocket and
1: the call is gone or whatever yeah yeah so is that the main reason why you'd why you'd choose to use it that way, or is there any kind of would you say is there any drawbacks with voiceover it's other it's than probably that? Probably is I just find it harder to use
6: use the voiceover rather than using my site. I suppose the fact that I use my site as much as I possibly can, but I'm still prefer to rely on my site more than mm. than maybe listening to the to the voiceover.
1: Yeah. Is there any particular things that you've found that don't really work well with it? Um, that that's a bit of a flow with it, maybe, or do you find that generally it can manage with most tasks?
6: Uh, it kind of yeah, you have to kind of do more, I suppose, with the, with the with the voiceover that is kind of more. It's um, like say if you make a mistake on yeah. um, you writing the text message, I haven't figured out how to go right back to the actual. Section, but one, when you can do it under the CCD, all I do is put my finger where the mistake is yeah. and,
1: uh, and you're back there and you can just delete that bit and then just type it out again. So it's just kind of,
6: it's more intuitive, I suppose, when you're able to use your hands. So. It's backspace where you made the mistake if you're, yeah. if you're, um, if you're listening to it, if you're yeah. using, your, using the voiceover. Yeah, that very good. Be one of the, one of the little, little drawbacks. And would
1: you say, is there any other kind of tips that you'd have for people who maybe might be getting used to voiceover or getting used to some accessibility features on various different technologies? Is there any other little kind of quick cheats or tips that you'd have? I suppose it just takes, takes patience and tolerance and
6: I suppose discussing the technology with other people who might be using it longer than yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. That would have done all the shortcuts. So do you um, use Siri much? Uh, very little, unless I'm out in the ball and I'm on the move. Because, mm. you know, you're using the cane in one hand and you're between the hands. Yeah, but yeah. you're dictating it as you're going long rather than having to uh, uh, type out a message as you're walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So then I would dictate I, in that situation. For quick messages, I dictate. Yeah. And any particular apps that you found useful on the phone or... Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is one I'm talking to now at the moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'd, I'd say a few I'm people. In, I'm in
6: competition with a few people, like so. That's the one I'm checking
1: out. So, if if there was kind of others out there who are of the same mindset, who aren't particularly into technology, who might have even kind of ignored technology or avoided technology, <coughs> would there be any anything that you'd say to them about it? Anything that you find? Kind of has, it has affected your life positively.
6: Well, there is definitely. Uh, a friend of mine said to me years ago, she was telling me, she's been a good call, and you've got to get an iPhone. I said, said it'll change your life. I said, no, that's impossible. You know, How can a phone change your life? Uh. And it hasn't changed my life, but it has definitely, the iPhone is definitely one of the, one of the better purchases i made in my life. Um, so it is, yeah, very it right. is quite straightforward to be using other than using a, a laptop or, or, or a computer or desktop. Mm. I think, in my opinion, always, yeah.
1: So, you use
6: that for like all your communications and everything, the emails or well, messages in? Yeah, it's much easier. I'm, I'm on the move as well. You can do stuff, and it's, it's, it's it, I suppose the iPhone is quite straightforward to use, compared mm-hmm. to maybe like a laptop or a desktop.
1: Mm. You'd find the the iPhone has made things easier than like a a computer or a laptop or anything like that. Um so Yeah, definitely. So, so what would you use your phone for? What would be your typical day's usage of a of a phone? Uh
6: phone I would use it mostly for email email and texting, but I would also, if I don't have seven that I might be I would actually FaceTime friends of mine who have um uh, who would be on an iPhone as well, and they can, you, can, you can use them to give you directions. You know. Brilliant. Or if you're looking walking down the street and not too sure where the shop is, you know what's wrong there, some of it's your head. You just to just pull out your iPhone, ring anybody, it doesn't matter who they are, you know, as long as they're not visually impaired. Like, yeah. <laughs> they, they'll be able to tell you whether you're outside the right shop or not there. Oh, very good. So yeah. That's, yeah, I definitely FaceTime is really good. It's a uh, it's very, 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 uh, a very good positive thing to be having now. I've actually, like, uh much said he was on holidays and he rang a friend of his and he wasn't very familiar with where he was, but he just, uh his friend just basically walked him down the street and told him everything was on. He was just going down the phone in front of him, camera facing out the way. Yeah, brilliant. So you can, uh, they, they, were, they were seeing it in real time. Yeah, I yeah. I exactly what was there. So then after they had, like, basically brought him on a tour of the streets around
1: where he was staying, and that was him as able to work away then for himself from, from that day on. Excellent. And that's what you would use the iPhone for from time to time as well? You'd use it to maybe call yeah, somebody yeah. and get them to use the... Or if I'm somewhere in a in shop or something or you don't actually
6: have your um, magnifier with you. Mm-hmm. Just the iPhone, just do the same thing. Yeah, very good. Just bring up someone and they're like, oh, they need oh, all you need is a couple of, not, a couple, not, even a, not even a minute. Like, just what's up there? like." Mm. So that's, like shops mostly, you can, you can get people teleponers and phones it's on the way. So it's good, but just a things like of that. But yeah, definitely for, uh, if, you want to,
1: if you're walking down the street and you're not familiar, good. just FaceTime someone. Brilliant, brilliant. And the, yeah. other, the other kind of technology that you're using, you're using a CCTV and a portable magnifier, are you? Yeah, I have a CCTV at work. Mm on my desk here, so
6: it's great for taking handwritten messages, mm. and just, and also different uh, information releases are around the office, mm. so when you are on the phone, they have the info there beside you, mm. and mostly I, see, I do have the, uh, the Lucky Plus as well, oh, right. a quick look. Yeah. It's basically ported the microphone. And do you carry that with, you yeah, everyone? Yeah, yeah because I was doing a course now recently, and uh, it's not set up for you for reading paper, but uh, it's a uh, massage and sports injury course, but I'm fine I've passed for a first year, um, but that's all kind of said on it. But it was great for, uh, just to follow notes in class. Right. So was, but like, um, last year, a lot of it was practical, so which is really good. Yeah, very good. So, it's, um, and I just use just an just ordinary... Um, take the phone in for taking for taking when yeah. i in
1: class. Is there anything else that you've kind of got your eye on at the moment, any other technology you've heard of or anything that you'd like to check not, out? Not that I've heard, but then
6: again I'm not keeping up with, uh, with what's happening out there I suppose, that's yeah. the main thing that I'm not actually staying in. Yeah. And I'm still kind of, I don't think I've switched over from using different technology. I'm still, like I said, if I can use my site, so I'd always
1: do that rather than yeah. uh, listen to stuff for yeah. having a near piece in if I can to I think a lot of people would probably identify with that in fairness. they they probably use their site where they can. The technology is yeah, kind of augmenting what you can already do yourself, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What I was going to say when I am in class, we're like, I mean, when you're in class you get to know, so you just copy the notes of the other people, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Be careful what you're
6: yeah. meant to there, Paul. <laughs> uh, but yeah, once your people get to know you like they're, they're always like uh, they're always willing to give you a hand. Yeah.
1: You know? Well, thanks for giving us your thoughts on those different bits and pieces. It's actually yeah. it's really good to see how somebody uses the technology. You don't have to have a kind of being an all pervasive thing in your life to be able to benefit no, from no. it. So it's nice to no, see that. No. Very good. Just have it there for when you need it. Know, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing your experience with us there, Paul. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you again. So that was Paul Joyce. And uh, maybe as you were listening to that interview, you could identify with some of Paul's comments. Uh, If so, or if you've had a completely different experience of technology that you'd like to share, well, we'd like to hear from you as well. So please do get in touch with us here at labs at ncbi.ie. That's L-A-B-S at ncbi.ie. And we'd love to hear from you. Now, NCBI continues to support people living with sight loss during the current COVID-19 situation in a number of different ways, as well as technology training. So if you want to get some advice or support, you can contact our national helpline on 1850 33 43 53. That's 1850 33 43 53. Or you can email us at info at ncbi.ie. Well, that about wraps it up for today. We hope that you've enjoyed today's programme. just uh, thinking about what we've got for you next week, we're going to have a look at a couple of different subjects that are quite popular for people. We're going to have an opportunity to look at audiobooks. And we're going to have an interview with our library and media center manager, Lena Cousy, on accessing and listening to audiobooks through NCBI Bookshare and Overdrive. And then we're also going to have a look at the Google Home device, the smart speaker. Uh, again, and uh, again, Joe. Joe Lonergan is going to be joining us for that part. Uh, so we look forward to next week's programme. Next um, Thursday, we're going to be live uh, next week. So the bank holiday has thrown the schedule a little, a little bit next week. So just for your information, if you're wanting to join us for our live event again next week, it's next Thursday that we're going to do that. Just as a reminder that if you want to access support from the NCBI Labs team, you can call us from nine to five Monday to Friday on 1850 92 30 60 or you can email labs at ncbi.ie and if you'd like to support our services so that we can continue to provide services to those who are blind or vision impaired you can also visit donate.ncbi.ie that's donate. Ncbi.ie. So all that's left for me to, to do today is to thank our contributors, and uh, we really appreciate having hands with us earlier. I'm sure you enjoyed that section as well. And uh, thanks for all the work behind the scenes as well, for, for all those uh, involved with uh, setting the, the show up and getting it up and running as well. And we look forward to seeing you again next week for the next NCBI Labs live event.